0: I'm Julie Potowitz CEO and founder of Grow Your Occupancy. Our passion is helping senior living providers maximize sales efforts and increase revenue. Join me as I chat with industry leaders who share their tips and strategies. And we'll have some fun along the way. Welcome to a very special Pride edition of the Grow Your Occupancy podcast. I'm Julie Potowitz CEO and founder. And today, I welcome my very favorite person, my daughter, Ava Potowitz to the show. Welcome, Ava. Thank you. Hello.
1: I'm Ava Potowitz
0: <laughs> We normally uh, give a little bio, right, when we're uh, doing our Throw Your Occupancy podcast. So let's just dive right in. And do you mind sharing, since this is a Pride month. Would you mind sharing your story with everybody?
1: Oh, my story. Um, like specifically my coming out story or something like that. Okay. Um, well, when I was young, like elementary school, middle school, uh, being gay wasn't necessarily something that ever crossed my mind. Um, I was a pretty busy kid. I did a lot of theater and dance and all that sort of thing. Um, also, I just like really enjoyed school. Um, I was always going and going, so I, I didn't really think about that. And not—I don't think a lot of kids do unless it's like a very obvious thing from when you're young. When some you're young. Like, oh, I knew I was gay when I was five. But other than that, uh, most people don't. So it wasn't really something that I was aware of um, until I got into high school this thought sort of entered my mind I was I always thought like you know other people are gay and like amazing for them but that's not me right I'm very girly I'm very feminine um I had really great connections with men when I was younger so or boys um so I was like you know that's fine for me and then there was this one girl who was in my um my history class my freshman year and I was like I really want to be friends with her I like I really want to get to know her and then I sort of started realizing like oh I think this might be like a crush but I was like oh it's probably just one person like the one exception to the rule but I did a lot of uh soul searching and it really took most of my high school to like understand um I was gay and you know it's still a journey and in my opinion, sexuality is fluid. It's ever-changing. I don't think anyone could say anything for certain, but um, I, I pretty much label myself as a lesbian or just gay, queer, that sort of thing. I came out when I got into my first relationship halfway through my senior year, so I was 17. Um, and so, yeah, this would be my second Pride month out I came out like a year and a half ago to my parents so that just meant to everybody I've had come out to some of my friends started um, my sophomore year of high school so it was a it was a process and it still is but because I'm I'm very young I'm not even 19 yet but uh, that is the journey that I've been on so far.
0: So what has been for you the most positive aspect of all of this,
1: of of your journey of coming out? Mm. Um, I just say the support from people every time, especially at the beginning of me coming out. Now, when I tell people, I I don't really care what they say, Um, but especially at the beginning and, and when I was in my first relationship, just the overwhelming support that I got from people, even people that I knew were highly religious or maybe um, not necessarily 100% supportive. And you can only tell those people so much, but I have had very few um, like negative reactions to being gay. And, and granted that is uh, has a lot to do with my privilege. I'm like I said, I'm very feminine. People I don't think feel threatened by my presence in the world in that way. But um, it's still been a very like positive reaction from most people that I tell. And to this day, still very positive. And I think I surround myself with people that I know will probably be supportive.
0: You know, Ava, you've mentioned this a couple of times because I feel like I know you pretty well as your mom, but something that you mentioned just now where you are you know, feminine you don't present if you will as you know your typical or stereotypical you know gay woman and that has perhaps been a factor in the positiveness or you coming out and the acceptance it's, it's tough to know because of course your journey is unique but it's that is just fascinating to me uh, because um, you had mentioned something when, when you were still in high school and, and coming out to your friends and, and, and uh, overwhelmingly it was positive with a couple exceptions. But you said, well, I, in a lot of cases, I'm the first gay person. They know because we live in, uh, I would say, very overwhelmingly you know, conservative kind of region of the u.s and um that you are maybe safe for them to know like you're a safe gay person and i i mean yeah you talk a little bit about that because it you know i i have a lot of
1: feelings about that i i do too definitely um first of all um like specifically gender expression I think that gender expression is something that a lot of people have trouble with just um, visually looking at somebody or knowing like what their identity is maybe it's a trans person or a non-binary person Um, people feel very threatened by gender and I I mean, you can, you can kind of figure out why religion, uh, especially Christianity promotes this like very stereotypical man and woman relationship. So, um, when there's, when there's this in between that people haven't considered, they feel scared or threatened. So me, I'm, I'm very, I'm comfortable in my gender identity. Um, I'm like very feminine, but I also sort of just like, check a lot of those like feminine boxes. I'm very much so. like wearing dresses and skirts. I was like wearing pants and like whatever. But um, I think people just feel very threatened by the gender identity in that way. Also people, people have a lot of trouble with just in-betweens in general. Um, a lot of people say, if you're gay, pick a side. Um, bisexuality, pansexuality, and other sexualities are very invalidated. And I think like me coming out as as gay to people, though I don't I don't really owe anybody any explanation on who I may be attracted to. I think if people hear the word lesbian, hear the word gay man, they feel like pretty comfortable in that. Um, because that is kind of the the first sort of round of gayness that they've been aware of in the past few decades and this new wave of my generation who's like, well, um, I may be attracted to somebody who's non-binary or I may be non-binary and attracted to this group of people. People are very scared of that sort of in betweenness. So when I I'm white, I'm female and identify as female and say I'm gay, it's like a pretty safe box to be in um compared to what a lot of people go through but um we have to like keep elevating their voices even more than mine because um Uh, is the the next generation that people need to be aware of um and we need to like support them because they're facing the most discrimination i'm probably like the one in the most privileged area of gay people
0: very interesting and uh, you know how i should unpack it is uh in my mind because you know i abhor Prejudice of any kind or hatred of any kind of another human being or anybody of anything. But um, I, and it's so confounding and it always has been confounding for me why uh, one's sexuality or gender identity, who they love, matters. It matters, of course, because we all, it matters in humanity. But why would one's partner or choices, as long as it's ethical and, you know, uh, legal above 18 and you know, why why would that bother anybody? But it does. It does more than bother, and I don't like to even think about it, but it happens, and it still does, and it is like the issue of the day with Florida's Don't Stay Gay, and Texas, you know, we love a lot of people in Texas, a lot of colleagues in Texas, but some of the laws and lawmakers are the things that they're, you know, throwing out around trans and And I mean, yeah. So, you know, knowing someone like you who's LGBTQ and safe, maybe, although it's not your burden to bear, maybe that it's such a positive for people who were fearful or maybe brought up a certain way Mm -hmm. and that. Day is bad or you know whatever there and and oh wow, I know Ava she's cool right. you know, <laughs> and, you know it, it's like you can you know just uh, I don't know if I'm making any sense, but it's like again it's not your burden to bear, but you use that word privilege and and you know you I'm certain you privilege in many ways, but in in the spectrum of what we're talking about you can get away with, if you will, something, um, get away with being gay in an, in an atmosphere that potentially might be threatening, you know, right. um, for I've heard many times that, you know, people say, you know, I have to come out every day. I have to assess the room, you know, in a professional setting, in a, you know, in a, a casual setting you know, is this okay for me to be me? And that's got to be stressful.
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, like assessing the situation. I, I typically take a little bit before I, I like come out to people and really only need to come out to people that I'm close with. But, um, and and the, the the like same thing comes up if you were if you identify as non-binary and you want people to use your correct pronouns right off the bat immediately you have to come out to people and it can be scary like the the reaction that you may get um so I have the privilege also of not necessarily having to tell people unless I mm-hmm. choose to um, so people, people just pretty much assume that I'm straight. That's, that's the whole thing here is uh, typically, the, I've had very few people be like, oh yeah, I knew you were gay since the moment I met you. Most people are like, oh, I thought you were straight. And it's really cool, like an ally or something. And then I knew that you were gay. So um, I, I, um, I have a lot of privilege in that way as well. And does that bother you at all? Someone says, oh, I thought you were straight. No, (laughs) because because I definitely do look, um, straight like what you would think is straight. So no, Uh it doesn't bother uh me. People make their Uh assumptions; they assume someone's gay and they're not. Um, that's why I try Uh not to assume about anybody. Um, I have quite a few coworkers that I realized, not realized, learned recently. Um. That are gay, and I was like, "Well, like I, I might have had a thought, but I don't like to assume. Um, I don't like to assume it about anybody until they tell me."
0: Well, it's something I've always admired about you. You're extremely accepting. You're non-judgmental, and not assuming. Coincidentally, is something we teach in sales: that uh, don't assume things about your customer, and that's a very good rule of thumb, period. Like, let's not jump to assumes or jump to a conclusion, especially if those conclusions are coupled with a negative baked in perception, you know, like this UBU, right? Right. What about um, the most like challenging aspect or, or maybe that you've experienced or that one of your peers have experienced about coming out or Um, being themselves
1: well first of all coming out just in itself is very scary um and I was fortunate because I knew that when I would come out I would be met with very loving and accepting parents family members all that sort of thing even my grandparents you know um your mom moved to churches because her old church said that they wouldn't um except gay people allow gay marriage. So she moved churches after being what Methodist for like her entire life. Um, so I know I'd be met with, uh, that sort of support and love, but it's still very scary. And I think, um, because there's such a stigma around coming out, which hopefully we can work through as a society, that's like a big goal, but there's just such a huge stigma. People are, the default is straight. So people assume that you're straight and, um, I, and I even assumed I was straight. So I sort of felt like maybe I was going to let uh, some family members down in this really weird way to be like, oh, well, we expected Ava maybe to marry a man and have kids. And you and sort of like let down this stereotype. And I'm an only child. So uh, there's not a lot of podowitzes that exist. And <laughs> maybe the bloodline is here. I don't know. Like, I can't say. Um, like what that future holds but it it sort of shifts what you think is like the the normal family you know like we have a pretty the you me and my dad have a normal type of family so it sort of brings in this like totally different aspect um as far as other people go, I've heard, I've heard a lot of stories from gay friends and people that I know, um, blatant hate crimes, uh, like uses of slurs against people, um, uh, just making fun of people for the way that they dress or the way that they act. Um, uh, even just like a couple of like legitimate violent acts, no one that has gone like hurt, but like, physical threats or Mm. um, I don't know I'm trying to think Um, just like some like general bullying and it's like especially uh, for people that present in like a more you would think like stereotypical gay way. Yeah that are going to be a bigger target because people make those assumptions right off the bat. Oh, he's feminine. So he's gay. And that's a perfect target for me, probably because they're very insecure in themselves. I I think you have to be highly insecure Mm -hmm. to not only hate gay people, but like go and target them. Um, Mm -hmm. but I've heard of so many things, of course, then you see things on social media. Um, you know people are still getting killed to this day for being gay and that's why we still have pride and um and we're getting targeted in the legislature just when you thought gay people have the right to get married now for the legislature wants to take away uh, a teacher's right to talk about um lgbtq media in schools which is incredibly damaging Um, um when all you want to do is protect children and bring them up in a safe environment to like take away some basic rights. It's just so twisted. You know, I can't even wrap my head around it to think that um, children who just need love and support and someone to listen to them um, could have that taken away and have their teacher fired or have their parents notified. It's a, it's a breach of privacy. I wouldn't have wanted people to know that I was gay before I was comfortable in telling them you know Mm -hmm. it took me years to sort of like figure out what was going on and I think like if I had been exposed too early that it would have been really really damaging so we just have to think like uh at the end of the day don't we want to protect children uh we talk about and I know that this is not about being gay but about like shootings and and gun control in that way, all we want to do is protect children. Um, Don't say gay, Bill. We think it's protecting children, but it's not, because you obviously don't want to bring up sexual things in front of children. I think that that's just a standard, and if someone is, that's gross, but being gay is not being sexual it's an identity you know and that's another assumption that we have in society is we Mm -hmm. think gay equals gay sex or gay equals some sort of conversation like that but it's it's not it's about who you love and um what your identity is personally so there's a lot of stigmas to be broken I think before we can even like go into a lot of things but (laughs) That that was a whole tangent there. Um, I think that answered whatever question that you asked
0: first. No, it's really insightful. And, you know, being who you are, in this case, gay, trans, LGBTQ, uh, Mm -hmm. or heterosexual, or asexual, Mm -hmm. is an identity. It's who we are. It's a a private thing that, uh, I mean, I'm heterosexual but I don't talk about it uh, to people because it's really, I don't feel anyone's business, but if I, because that's, that's the kind of, that's the, and the the higher percentage of people, right. are Like you said, that's sort of the fallback. Of course, you know, you're, you're born female and you do these things and you're heterosexual and you're born male and you do right. Um, But the coming out, is really all about being oneself, and you bring up a good point about this—the the sex part of the equation, and being gay or being trans, being—it is who we are, or being heterosexual. It's just you know who we are, and you know, I don't want to hear about anybody's private life, you know, and and <laughs> I don't think anyone needs to talk about that. And you're out too, too, you know. Uh, other people, other than their very inner trusted circle, and being gay or being trans isn't, or talking about it, is just like saying you're you're black or you're Caucasian or you're Asian or you're American Indian or you're you know from wherever you are from, is right. it just a fact, right? It's it's part of who we are, or you've got Finnish heritage or you know Scottish heritage, or German heritage, right? right? And yeah, there's this fear of some kind, and I'm not sure, and I was going to ask you, what do you think people are afraid of?
1: Um, I, I wish I had, like, a total answer. I think people, when you're taught one thing for a certain amount of time, hearing um, another perspective can be a little bit scary, um, especially in the religious sense, if you think that, like, A, people, like, gay people are going to go to hell for being gay and be, like, it's your job to, like, convert them to Christianity, make them be straight. Um, I think there's that sort of aspect. I think um, when we are ignorant, then we're fearful of people that are different than us. Um, When we don't take the time to learn and educate ourselves about other people, we can be um, quite like fearful of those people. Um, my, one of my best friends, she's Black and we're watching, um, there's like a Netflix sort of series about the Central Park Five and they go in, and also um, another uh, documentary it's reversing row. They both go into this whole like um, um, criminal criminalization of Black people and why like the government sort of like went into that to perpetuate whatever they needed to propel a campaign or, or fill up prisons or whatever. So now we think that um, black people are all criminals when in reality it, it's either something perpetuate, perpetuated by the media or it's about like poverty and we don't even take the time to understand, okay, well let's look back in history and let's educate ourselves and then realize that it's not black people who are inherently violent, but it's all of these factors that make us believe that they are. So we need to like listen to stories because if you're just automatically fearful of people because of assumptions that you make based on things that you're fed that are false, you're automatically going to be afraid. But if you educate yourselves on uh, different communities, you'll learn that, uh, of stereotypes are like what's perpetuated, and most people don't meet that. People go beyond all of the assumptions that we make, so far beyond, and that's what humanity is, and that's why I I try not to to judge people based on those facts because we're so much more than our identities you know you want to accept someone's identity and then get to know them for their personality things that they love who they are and maybe you don't like somebody because they annoy you but at least you (laughs) get to know them you know you don't automatically hate somebody because of their race mm-hmm. or their religion or their sexual identity any of those things you don't automatically hate somebody just based on the assumptions that you make based on things that we just learned from living in this country and our society I think that made sense I
0: have always thought that the world needs more people like you. And that may be because you're my daughter, but mm, I don't know. I, I, I'm even if I wasn't your mom, I would say uh, we need more Ava, but there is only one. And uh, I am very, very lucky to be your mom. And I'm very proud of you, you. for everything you've accomplished. And, and more importantly, for who you are as a person and I appreciate you being a guest on the special Pride Month yes. edition of Grow Your Occupancy podcast.
1: Right. <laughs> Thank you. It was fun to talk about this a little bit today.